ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارham ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار Indeed the praise is for Allah. We praise him, we seek his help and we seek his forgiveness. We seek refuge with Allah from the evils that are within ourselves and from our bad deeds. Whomsoever Allah guides, there's no one that can lead this person astray, and whomsoever Allah leads astray, there is no guide for him. I bear witness that none has the right to be worshipped except for Allah who is alone without partners. And I bear witness that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam is the servant of Allah and the last messenger to all of mankind. O you who believe, fear Allah with the right that he should be feared with. And do not die unless you are Muslims. O mankind, fear your Lord who has created you from a single person, and from that person created his mate, and from them to scatter countless men and women throughout the earth. And fear Allah from who you demand your mutual rights, and do not cut off the relations with the wombs that have bore you. Indeed, Allah is a watcher over you. O you who believe, fear Allah, and say that which is correct and upright. in order that Allah may rectify for you your deeds and forgive you of your sins and whomsoever obeys Allah and the messenger has achieved the tremendous achievement as to what follows certainly the most truthful speech is the book of Allah and the best guidance is the guidance of the prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam and the most evil of the affairs are the newly invented matters in this deen And every newly invented matter in the deen is innovation and every innovation is going astray and every going astray leads to the hellfire. As we know the month of Ramadan is the month of striving and putting forth great effort 
as the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam and his companions, they used to strive hard in the month of Ramadan. The Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam and his companions, they strove hard to be better Muslims, to be better servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They increased in their worship. They increased in their kindness. They increased in doing that which is pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And for sure, they are our examples. And from that which establishes that Ramadan is a month of striving, two great incidents took place during the month of Ramadan in the time of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The battle of Badr and the conquest of Mecca. And both of these events are great victories for the Muslims against those who are in opposition to Islam. But before speaking on one striving against an outward enemy, it is a must that the individual strives against the inward enemy. For the inward enemy is a much greater enemy than the outward enemy. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He mentions in the Qur'an, وَالَّذِينَ جَاهَدُوا فِيْنَا لَنَهْدِيَنَّهُمْ سُبُلَنَا وَإِنَّ اللَّهَ لَمَعَ الْمُحْسِنِينَ And those who strive for our sake, for our cause, we will, certain, we will certainly guide them to our paths. We will certainly guide them to our paths and indeed, Allah is surely with those who do good. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He mentions those who strive for His sake, strive upon the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah, He mentions, we will certainly guide Him. Meaning the reward for striving for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is guidance. And every one of us, we are in need of guidance on a daily basis. Do you not see at least 17 times a day when we pray in our prayers and we recite Surah Al-Fatiha, we say, Guide us to the straight path. And then whenever we pray the extra prayers, this is us asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala again, guide us to the straight path. So every one of us, no one is excluded. There are no exceptions. Every one of us, we are in need of the guidance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the month of Ramadan is the month of the Qur'an. And the Qur'an is the book of guidance. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He mentions, شَهْرُ رَمَضَانَ الَّذِي أُنزِلَ فِيهِ الْقُرْآنَ هُدًا لِلنَّاسِ وَبَيِّنَاتٍ وَبَيِّنَاتٍ مِّنَ الْهُدَى وَالْفُرْقَانِ The month of Ramadan, in which the Qur'an was sent down in as guidance. This is the shahid, the point. Guidance for mankind. And in the month of Ramadan, we are reading the Qur'an more than we normally read the Qur'an. So we should be coming across the words of guidance in the book of Allah. 
So Allah, he mentions guidance for mankind and clarity from the guidance. And it is the criterion. Meaning that which we learn the guidance from to distinguish between right and wrong. To distinguish between guidance and misguidance. To, be, to distinguish between truth and falsehood. The Quran, the book of Allah. Indeed, this Quran, it guides to that which is better and more upright. When we follow the guidance in the Quran, our lives will be upright. Our lives will be intact. Our lives will be lives of righteousness. Our lives will be wholesome. This doesn't mean we won't face trials and tribulations, but with the guidance that we find in the Quran, we're able to overcome those trials and tribulations with ease. We're able to deal with the trials and tribulations of life and handle them without losing our minds and losing our sanity, losing our spirituality, losing our deen. The Quran is the book of guidance. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says that He will guide those who strive for His sake. And indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is with those who are good doers. When you do good, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is with you. Meaning Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is with you by aiding you and supporting you and protecting you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He is with you by giving you victory over those who stand in your way, by allowing you to overcome the obstacles in life. When you do good, Allah is with you. Indeed, Allah is with those who do good. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he mentioned, أَفْضَلُ الْجِهَادِ أَنْ يُجَاهِدَ الرَّجُلُ نَفْسَهُ وَهَوَاهُ the best type of striving is that the person strives against his own self. He strives against his own soul and he strives against his evil desires. This is the best category of striving. Before anyone can strive against an outward opponent, you have to strive against that inward opponent. You have to strive against that inward enemy before you can even strive against an outward enemy, an outward threat. So the Prophet is directing us to what's best by telling us that the best category of striving is that we have to strive against our own souls. The best category of striving is that we have to strive against the evil desires that we find within ourselves. This is the best category of striving with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the best category of striving for the believer. And the one who is truly the mujahid, truly the one who is striving, as the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, al-mujahid man jahada nafsahu fi ta'atillah. That the true striver is the one who strives against his soul, in the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We have to stop giving in to the lowly aspects of our desires because every one of us have that part of the soul that inclines towards evil. That's a part of the soul. But we have to fight that part of the soul. 
We have to combat that part of the soul. Can't just give in. If you were in a situation, an individual approached you to cause you harm, you don't just give in. You seek to defend yourself if you have the ability to do so. You seek to combat your enemy. You don't just surrender. This is the natural response of any human being, except for those who are just cowards. But a person who has some type of integrity and strength, the first response is going to be to defend himself against the enemy. But what about that inward enemy? What about the soul? When the soul is calling you to that which will cause you harm. When the soul is calling you to that which will bring about destruction in your life. When the soul is calling you to that which will bring about your demise. Where is the combating of this aspect of the soul, this part of the soul? Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah ta'ala he mentions فَيُؤْمَرْ بِجِهَادِهَا كَمَا يُؤْمَرْ بِجِهَادِ مَنْ يَعْمُرْ بِالْمَعَاصِي That the person is commanded will striving against his soul just as he is commanded will striving against someone who commands people to disobey Allah. وَيَدْعُ إِلَيْهِ And strive against the one who is calling the people to disobey Allah. وَهُوَ إِلَى جِهَادِ نَفْسِهِ أَحْوَجِ However, he is in more need to strive against his own soul. He is in more need of that. Before striving against the people of evil, and striving against those who seek to cause corruption, striving against the shaitan and his army of jinn and mankind who follow him, there's that inward striving and inward battle that must take place first and foremost. So Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah, he said, وَهُوَ إِلَى جِهَادِ نَفْسِهِ أَحْوَجِ فَإِنَّ هَذَا فَرْضُ عَيْنِ وَذَاكَ فَرْضُ الْكِفَايَةِ He said, for this matter of striving against the soul, this is an individual obligation upon everyone. But as for striving against that outward physical enemy, then this is a communal obligation. If some establish it, then it's removed from the others, except in certain cases. But the origin is that it is a communal obligation. In the time of the Prophet ﷺ, not all of the companions went to war. Some went to war and some stayed back. But when it comes to that inner war, Everyone has to participate in the war against the evil of the soul. That's a battle that you cannot escape. That is a battle that you cannot turn away from. That is a battle that you are not excused from. Everyone has to battle their souls. Everyone has to combat the evil of the souls. Shaykh al-Islam goes on to mention, Rahimahullah, وَالصَّبْرُ فِي هَذَا مِنْ أَفْضَلِ الْأَعْمَالِ And being patient as it relates to striving against the soul is from the best of the actions. It's the best that a person can do. Strive against his own soul. Shaykh al-Islam ibn Qayyim al-Majawziyah, Rahimahullah ta'ala, he states, كَانَ جِهَادُ النَّفْسِ مُقَدَّمًا عَلَى جِهَادِ الْعَدُو فِي الْخَارِجِ Striving against the soul takes precedence over striving against the outward enemy. And this is the origin for the individual. Meaning, the, the foundation 
is that you strive against your own soul before you strive against an outward enemy. فَإِنَّهُ مَا لَمْ يُجَاهِدْ نَفْسَهُ أَوَّلًا لِتَفْعَلْ مَا عُمِرَتْ بِهِ وَتَتْرُكْ مَا نُهِيَتْ عَنْ وَيُحَارِبُهَا فِي اللَّهِ لَمْ يُمْكِنْهُ جِحَادْ عَدُوِّهِ فِي الْخَارِجِ If the individual does not strive against his own soul, first and foremost, to do that which the soul has been commanded to do, meaning by Allah, and to stay away from the things that the soul has been told to stay away from by Allah, and he doesn't strive against his soul for the sake of Allah, he will not be able to strive against the outward enemy. فَكَيْفَ يُمْكِنُهُ جِهَادُ عَدُوِهِ وَالْإِنْتِصَافْ مِنْهُ وَعَدُوهُ الَّذِي بَيْنَ جَنْبَيْهِ قَاهِرٌ لَهُ وَمُتَسَلِّطٌ عَلَيْهِ How in the world will it be possible for the individual to strive against an our enemy and get his just due from that our enemy? When the, out, when the inward enemy or the enemy that is between his two shoulders has control over him, meaning the soul. Your soul is between your two shoulders. How can you strive against an outward enemy when you haven't even defeated the inward enemy? You haven't even strove against your own nafs, your own soul, your own evil desires, but you think you're going to have the ability to stand firm in front of those who oppose you outwardly? It's not possible. He goes on to mention... وَعَدُوهُ الَّذِي بَيْنَ جَنْبَيْهِ قَاهِرٌ لَهُ مُتَسَلِّطٌ عَلَيْهِ لَمْ يُجَاهِدْهُ وَلَمْ يُحَارِبْهُ فِي اللَّهِ The enemy that is within him has overtaken him. Meaning when a person is overcome by his desires, whatever evil he wants to do, he just does it. He just does it. Whenever the soul tells him to incline toward disobedience of Allah, he doesn't fight it. He just gives in an answer to it. That individual is subdued. That individual is conquered. That individual is a prisoner to his own soul. How in the world will we, will we be able to establish Islam in our lives and in the lives of others when we can't even control our desires? Lastly, there is a narration that states, the greatest enemy that you have is the enemy that is between your two shoulders, meaning that you're in a soul. However, this hadith is fabricated. The Prophet didn't say it, rather there are other scholars who have mentioned this, and this meaning is a true meaning. The greatest enemy that we have is the enemy within. And if we don't strive against that enemy within, we will not be able to strive for anything else. الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد. One of the Sahaba was asked about participating in battle and in war, and he responded to the individual إذا بنفسك فجاهدها. He says, start with your own self. 
and wage war against your own self, fight against your own self, strive against your own self. Don't worry about a physical war, a physical battle. You haven't even battled your own soul. Ramadan is the month of battling our souls. With our fasting during the day and our praying during the night and the good that we do in between. Ibn Baqtar rahimahullah ta'ala he mentioned Jihadul Mar'i nafsahu huwa al-jihadul akmal. Ibn Baqtar he mentioned the person striving against his own soul is the most complete category of striving. Striving against your own soul. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he mentioned وَأَمَّا مَنْ خَافَ مَقَامَ رَبِّهِ وَنَهَا النَّفْسَ عَنِ الْهَوَى فَإِنَّ الْجَنَّةَ هِيَ الْمَأْوَى But as for the one who fears standing in front of Allah on the Day of Judgment, and he strives and prevents himself from doing evil, he strives and prevents himself from following the evil desires, then indeed paradise is his abode. And paradise is paradise on earth and paradise in the hereafter. Paradise on earth and paradise in the hereafter. Bliss on earth and bliss in the hereafter. What Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he mentioned, إِنَّ الْأَبْرَارَ لَفِي نَعِيمٍ وَإِنَّ الْفُجَّارَ لَفِي جَحِيمٍ Indeed, the righteous people, they are in a state of bliss. And indeed, the corrupt people, they are in a state of hell. Shaykh al-Islam ibn Qayyim al-Jawziyah, he mentioned, the righteous people are in a state of bliss in this life as well as in the hereafter. Whereas the corrupt criminal people, they are in a state of hell in this life as well as in the hereafter. Lastly, Shaykh al-Islam ibn Qayyim al-Jawziyah, he mentions the levels that must be embarked upon when it comes to striving against the own soul, the person's soul. Qala rahimahullah, jihadun nafs arba'an muratib. Striving against the soul is four levels. Ahaduha an tujahidaha ala ta'allum al-huda wa deen al-haq alladhi la falah alaha wa la sa'adata fi ma'ashiha wa ma'adiha illa bi wa matafataha ilmuhu shaqiyat fiddarayn. The first level of striving against your soul is that you strive against your soul to learn the guidance and to learn the religion of truth, which there is no success and no happiness in this life of yours, nor in the hereafter, except by way of learning the guidance and learning the religion of truth. If you don't learn your deen, if you don't learn who Allah is, who the Prophet is, if you don't learn how to worship Allah properly, how can you strive against yourself? And whenever this knowledge has escaped you, has escaped your soul, your soul will be miserable and wretched in both worlds, in this life as well as in the hereafter. Athania, the second level. And to jahidaha ala al-amal. بِهِ بَعْدَ إِلْمِهِ وَإِلَّا فَمَجَرَّدُ الْإِلْمِ بِلَا عَمَلْ إِنْ لَمْ يُضُرَّهَا لَمْ يَنْفَعَهَا The second level, that you strive against your soul to practice the knowledge you have learned. 
After you learn, you implement what you learn. And if you don't do that, just merely having knowledge without any actions, if this doesn't harm you, it's not going to benefit you. It's not going to benefit you. Don't be like those Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala described. They are like donkeys with a bunch of books on their backs. Donkeys with a bunch of books on the back. They're carrying around this load of knowledge, but the donkey can't benefit from the books. We have to practice what we know of this deed. Athalitha an tujahidaha ala da'wati ilayhi wa ta'limihi man la ya'lamuhu wa illa كَانَ مِنَ الَّذِينَ يَكْتُمُونَ مَا أَنزَلَ اللَّهُ مِنَ الْهُدَى وَالْبَيِّنَاتِ وَلَا يَنْفَعَهُ عِلْمُهُ وَلَا يُنْجِيهِ مِنْ عَذَابِ اللَّهِ The third level. After you learn, after you practice, now you have to strive against your soul to call the people and to teach the people the knowledge. The old saying, each one teach one, that's a real statement in this deed. Once we learn, we have to share the knowledge. We can't be like the Yehud who have the knowledge, but they want to keep the knowledge to themselves. They don't want the people to have knowledge. They don't want the people to be on the same plane as them. So they want to keep the people ignorant so that they can control the masses of the people. That's not our way. What we know of good, we share with the people. We lift each other up. We don't want to keep each other in the dark so that we can be the ones who are mastering over the people. If the individual does not teach the knowledge and he does not share the knowledge, he is from those who conceal that which Allah has revealed of the guidance and the clarity and his knowledge doesn't benefit him and his knowledge will not save him from the punishment of Allah. Last level, al-rabi'ah. An tujahidaha ala sabr. على مشاق الدعوة إلى الله وأذى الخلق ويتحمل وتتحمل أو يتحمل الشخص ذلك كله لله سبحانه وتعالى. So the last level is that the person does what he strives against his soul to be patient upon the difficulties and the hardships that come with calling the people to the truth. When you learn, there's going to be some difficulty because this is a heavy message. When you practice, there's going to be some difficulty because this is the truth. And they come struggle with following the truth and being upright. They're going to be tests and trials and tribulations. But don't get scared. Don't run. Stay on the path. And then thirdly, when you call people, you teach people, you educate people, here come the enemies to stop you from spreading the good. So be patient upon all of that. Be patient upon the harm you encounter from the people. And do it for the sake of Allah. There is a statement from the Salaf, Al-Nafs Kashirik Al-Khawan. The soul is like a shady business partner. In Lam Tuhasibhu Dhabil Malik. Your soul is like a shady business partner. If you don't take account of him, he's going to run away with all of your money. Can you imagine having a business partner you can't trust? If you don't keep on top of him, you don't stay on top of those books, 
You want to wake up one morning, there's going to be zero money in your account because he's going to run away with everything. That's how the soul is with your life. If you don't take account of your soul, your soul will run away with your being. You won't have anything left. Take account of your soul, brothers and sisters. Fight and strive against your soul, especially in this month of Ramadan. There's no better time to strive except for now. Chance of a lifetime. Take advantage. Wa subhanaka Allahumma hamdika shallallahu wa la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu ilaik.